Welcome everyone to our first practical session. Today we will be practicing the Hamsa Pranayama, which is really a foundational practice for anyone seriously interested in beginning their work in the Gnostic teachings. I think it's also of great benefit to people from any religious background or tradition. So I hope that today's introduction gives you a better foundation for understanding the purpose of this practice, as well as the potential that it has um, when taken to the highest levels. And in addition, after this introduction, we will be performing this practice together for about 15 minutes so that you will have an opportunity to be comfortable and to share your reflections or questions at the end. Firstly, I want to explain some of the common reasons why Gnostic practitioners use a pranayama. Primarily, pranayama is used to transmute sexual energy from the bottom of the spine and the sexual organs up through the spinal column to the brain and also to the heart. That powerful sexual energy can nourish our mind and heart and can activate all of the channels and chakras within our body, in our energetic bodies especially, like the vital body. As you can see in this graphic, there is an energetic canal called a nadi that runs from the base of the spine up to the crown of the head. That central canal is called shushumna, and that is the primary channel through which energy flows between the base of the spine and the top of the spine through the seven chakras, which are vortexes of energy that are where the main transformation of energy occurs, is those seven chakras. There are also other chakras throughout the body, but primarily this practice is to activate the seven main chakras. You will also see that on either side of the central column, Shushumna, there are two winding cords. Those two canals are called Ida and Pingala. Ida is the lunar canal. That channel is a feminine principle. It represents a cooling aspect. And the other canal is Pingala. This is the masculine channel or the warming aspect. For this practice, you will be visualizing all three of these, chana uh, these channels in your energetic body as you are working to move the energy from the base of the spine up to the head, to the brain, to the pineal gland, or even the crown chakra. However, it's not particularly important for this practice to know which channel is lunar or solar, but I want you to be aware of it. So the channel Ida is, con is considered the lunar channel. For men, this channel would begin at the left nostril and end at the right testicle. So this is reversed for the channel Pingala, which would begin at the right nostril and end at the left testicle. In women, it is the opposite. So Ida, the lunar channel, would begin at the right nostril and end at the left ovary, and vice versa for Pingala. In other pranayamas, it is important to be aware of which channel is which, but for this prana, uh, it's not really very essential. However, 
I, that's the reason why I prefer this pranayama as a great starting place and a great foundation for our practice, because it is so simple. Just to get familiar with the basics of the practice before we get in, in depth into this practice, uh, the first step of the practice is to relax and to pray, especially to pray to your Divine Mother. This practice can be a great preparation for meditation. And as you become more comfortable and more skillful at this practice over time, it can really prepare you for deep states of meditation. So whether you are a single person who's using this practice every day as your sexual transmutation practice, or a married person who's using it as needed in between sexual alchemy, or um, just want to use this practice as a basis for your meditation, it's a really great foundation for, for any of those purposes. So all of us should know the practice, should be familiar with it, and should have opportunities to work with it uh, daily, especially until we get comfortable with that practice. So again, we would begin by relaxing. As we'll see on the next slide, Salman Vior suggests that you sit in an Eastern posture with your legs crossed, if that's comfortable for you. But what's most important is that you have a comfortable position. So for those of us in the West who are not comfortable with that position, you can feel free to find a comfortable chair or armchair to be seated. What's essential in this practice is that we are trying to keep the spine straight and upright so that those three channels can easily, move, can easily transfer that energy and move that energy for us. In some cases, you can perform this practice lying down on your back. Um, it's not encouraged in the beginning because, of course, we might become too sleepy and we might fall asleep. So I suggest that for the beginning, let's all try to find a comfortable position in the chair that we are currently in. Take a few moments to make your spine straight. Find a comfortable position for your hands. And we will see the more specific details on the next slide, but just to get ourselves prepared. Go ahead and inhale slowly through your nose. All right, and you can exhale through your mouth. What's important for this practice is that we're going to be inhaling slowly and exhaling relatively quickly. When you're inhaling, you are mentally pronouncing the mantra, HAM. You will pronounce that mantra in your mind because of course it's not possible to vocalize it while you are inhaling through your nose. So prolong that mantra just as long as your inhalation lasts and visualize the energy rising up these three cords up to the brain from the sexual organs. And once that energy reaches the brain, you can visualize it as a bright light permeating throughout your brain, nourishing it with that vital force, that powerful, potent energy. And then when you exhale, after a few moments of holding that breath, as is comfortable for you, you exhale quickly through the mouth, pronouncing sa, which can be pronounced like sa. And you will visualize that energy moving from the brain into the heart chakra to nourish your heart. 
Again, what's important is that we are prolonging the inhalation and making the exhalation quite short. As you are just getting comfortable with that breathing, it might be hard to do the visualization at first. But as you become more familiar with this breathing pattern and the mantras, ham, sa, then you can try to deepen your visualization. You really want your mind to be clear, to be empty, and just fill it with the visualization of these three columns in your body and focus on deeply pulling that energy up through your inhalation and then moving it into the heart through your exhalation. What's important is the relaxation, the prayerful attitude, and your concentration. So go ahead and just try it one time for practice. Just try to inhale, mentally pronouncing ham, visualizing that energy rising up. Hold the breath, visualize the light in the brain. And then exhale quickly, visualizing that energy moving to the heart. Now this mantra, Hamsa, uh, is traditionally considered to mean I am he, or I am that, or I am she, meaning I am that ultimate reality, which Saman Vior refers to an experience in the illuminating void. And in particular, he gives a full lecture on this topic um, called, you know, the conquest of the illuminating void. So when we are pronouncing this, we are becoming one with the great breath, the astral light. We are becoming one with our inner divinity, Brahma. So as we are breathing in, we are going deeper and deeper into that state of oneness, away from the terrestrial self or the ego, the persona that we believe is our real identity and actually entering into our true identity, which is that inner divinity beyond any sense of self. Someone before said also that the hamsa is the great breath. Hamsa is the astral light. Hamsa is also a mantra that transmutes those creative energies, the creative energies being our generative energies, our sexual energy. So I just want to read two quotes from Saman Vior about this particular practice. The first, Saman Vior gives us a very in-depth description about how we can do the practice and what it means. So since we already got to practice it a little bit in the previous slide, now we can learn about uh, the real specifics about how to practice this. Someone viewer stated in his lecture, The Conquest of the Illuminating Void, which can be found on glorian.org under lectures by Salman viewer. Sit in an Eastern style, cross legs. However, for Westerners, this position can be very tiresome Therefore, sit comfortably in a comfortable armchair, Western style. Place the open palm of the right hand into the left, meaning the back of your right hand goes onto the palm of the left hand. Relax the body as much as possible, then inhale deeply and slowly. 
As you inhale, imagine the creative energy rising through the spermatic channels up to the brain. As you inhale, mentally pronounce the mantra, Ham. Exhale, short and quick, and utter the mantra, Indubitably, one inhales through the nose and exhales through the mouth. Again, as one inhales, one must mantralize the sacred symbol ham mentally, given that one is inhaling through the nose. But as one exhales, one can articulate the syllable sa, but in an audible manner. This mantra is Sanskrit. Ham is written with these letters. Sa is written with these letters. Hamsa can mean I am that, meaning the ultimate reality. So we have the basic description of the practice here for those who wanted more detail. And I strongly encourage everyone to study this lecture by Saman Vihor, where he discusses more about the illuminating void. In the beginning, we are just trying to get comfortable moving that energy through the nadis, right? Through these channels. And as we do that, and those channels become purified and cleaned by this powerful energy, we will begin to awaken. The chakras will become activated. Our spiritual senses will become more and more awake. But over time, this practice can take us much further than that. So to uh, include one more quote from the same lecture regarding the highest potentials of this practice from Samoan Vior. The inhalation is performed slowly while the exhalation is short and quick. The reason? Obviously, in every person, the creative energy flows from the inside towards the outside, that is to say, centrifugally. But for the purpose of spiritual growth, we must reverse that order. Our energy must flow in a centripetal manner, that is to say, from the outside toward the inside. Indubitably, if we inhale slowly and steady, the creative energy will flow in a centripetal manner from the outside toward the inside. And if we exhale short and quick, then that energy will become increasingly centripetal. During this practice, one must not think of absolutely anything. The eyes must be fully closed. Only the hamsa will vibrate in our mind and nothing else. As one practices it, the inhalation becomes deeper and the exhalation very short and quick. The great masters of meditation transform their breathing into an inhaling process only. And even then, that is suspended. For scientists, this is impossible, but factual for the mystics. Thus, in such a state, the master engages in nirivikalpa samadhi, or maha samadhi. The eruption of the illuminating void comes, and one, one, is, and one is precipitated into the great void where nobody lives and where is heard only the word of the Father who is in secret. With this practice, one achieves the eruption of the illuminating void with the condition that one must not think of absolutely anything, 
No thought, no desire, no memory must be admitted into the mind. The mind must be completely still, inside, outside, and in the center. Any thought, as insignificant as it might be, is an obstacle for samadhi, for ecstasy. So as we can see in the beginning, we're using this practice really to calm our mind, to calm our energies, to get our energies flowing in the right way, to transmute those sexual forces. But later on, we can definitely use this practice as a preparation for meditation, a very profound meditation that can take us into samadhi and the illuminating void, as described by Sama and Vior. It's said that when one begins to transmute the sexual energy, one is knocking on the door of initiation. So I encourage you all to practice this every day. At minimum, it should be practiced 10 to 15 minutes every day, especially for single people who are not practicing sexual alchemy with a spouse. And for those who are practicing alchemy with a spouse, I still encourage you to do it at least 10 to 15 minutes a day. It can be done for much longer periods, but in the beginning, we might start with a short time so that we can remain consistent with it. And gradually, we will notice changes. For me, I always reflect on my state of mind and the quality of the energy in my body as I am just beginning the practice. And then again, at the end of the practice, I notice a significant change. I feel calmer, I feel more awake, I feel more lucid. So I hope that today you will also reflect on your current state and then how you are feeling consciously after the practice. So you can have one final look here at what you are attempting to visualize, the three channels. I will guide you through the practice and also leave my audio on for a little bit in the beginning to give you, um, you know, some some frame of reference as you can hear me mantralizing sa and then i will turn off my audio and continue with the practice for about 10 to 15 minutes you will be able to continue at the pace that is comfortable for you so don't feel like you need to match my pace or my tempo find the comfortable rhythm that is comfortable for your body and as you continue through the practice and get more and more relaxed you can slow your inhalation even longer and that will deepen the practice for you. So again, we begin just relaxing the body. So go ahead and feel your body. Is this a comfortable position for you? Breathe in, feel any tension in your body. Adjust your body and your position as needed. Anytime that we do sexual transmutation, I find it extremely important to pray to the Divine Mother because she is the one who awakens the fire for us, the Kundalini, the sacred serpent that rises up the spine. So I will guide you in my prayer, which you can feel free to repeat. Um, firstly, I place my left hand over my chest, over the uh, right side of my chest and then I cross my right hand over it so that my right hand goes onto the left side of my chest. We always want to have the right hand over the left hand for this particular prayer. And then I focus on my heart, that feeling of compassion, my Divine Mother. 
you can repeat the following prayer. O Divine Mother, I am all yours. You are my only refuge and support. Protect me, guide me, have pity on me. Amen. Now, returning your hands to your lap with the right, the back of your right hand in the palm of your left hand. Begin to inhale slowly and visualize that energy rising up these channels up to the brain. And pronouncing mentally that mantra, ha. Hold that inhalation, hold that breath, and visualize the light permeating your brain, especially your pineal gland. And then you can exhale, visualizing that energy moving into the heart chakra. One more time, mentally pronouncing hum as you inhale through your nose. And then pronouncing as you exhale through your mouth. And now without instruction, continue at your own pace. 